All right, it's Wednesday. That it is. <laughs> I know. Can't say I know. It. Don't do I it. I know. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, God, it's so compelling. But I'm not going to do it. We will go straight to it is inspiration today. No camel zone. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. Uh, it brings up a bad, pic- bad gnarly picture in, yeah. in the head. But yeah, and, and, and I say we jump right into this because there's a lot to dig into this. Yep, absolutely. Ready? Set, go. Yes, I'm still feeding the cats. This is one of the greatest expressions I heard from you And I know a little bit about the background, but I say today we skip the explanation and just go right to the story because I think the listeners are going to catch right on. I I agree. Okay. Yeah, I know. I totally agree that the story is pretty self-explanatory. And I think, like you said, it is is a very unique gift of the day. Uh, People are going to scratch their head going, what the hell does that mean? But when they hear the story, they're going to go, oh, my God. And it's going to become an analogy for a lot of people, I have a feeling. So I'll just jump right in. And, and Michelle, you know. You know a lot about the story. You know a lot about my background. You know that I'm notorious for rooting for the underdog. I mean, my favorite football team is the New York Jets, for fuck's sake, right? It doesn't get any worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I always will be. I'll always be the supporter of the underdog. Yes, you will. And th- this is what... This, this is what irritates me. I've been told that it's to a fault. It's to a fault. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> it, that means that there's, wait, that there's a fault in, in rooting for the underdog and supporting people? I'm, I'm completely lost by that. Where's my fault? I think that's where it comes from, that the other people are at a loss for that. So they don't know what to say. I feel like that's where that comes from. I don't think they even know what they mean. Well, and, and I, can, I can drill down a little bit on it, right? I've taken care of a lot of people in my life and supported them financially. I think that that's where they they have designated me to be at fault because I, I lend them money, but I, I very rarely get paid back. I mean, I, I, the amount of money that's owed back to me, I think would really dizzy some people, <laughs> but I, I don't care, right? I, I, I it's It's within my ability to do that. And if right. that's having a fault, then fuck i'll wear that i'll wear that moniker i always thought fault meant something negative but in this case i think it's a good thing right yeah and and like you said if you have the means to do it and your willingness to do it you're not going to expect it back therefore you won't feel any like harbor any anger towards this person cuz you're not looking for the payback and you would actually probably be pleasantly surprised if you ever saw the payback you know what's funny about that michelle hmm. it's not so much that i would be pleasantly surprised from a financial standpoint i'd be pleasantly surprised and happy for the person that they were able to come full circle, not only meet the expectations of the commitment that they made, but also find, have the wherewithal. It would it would exhibit the fact that they've managed to get out of their situation, and that's that, again that's another thing where I'm faulted. You know, I I think you're aware of the gentleman that I hired that was homeless, and I brought him onto my team, and. You know, he's, he's had a stint in rehab and he was living on the streets and, and he's a, 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 a former military guy and, and he, needed, he needed a job. He needed a leg up. And 
I brought him on. He did an exceptional job. But as a lot of these cases will, and you have to set your goals and your expectations at a reasonable level, it, it kind of blew up on me, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he did some disappointing things and, and you know, he's, he's reverting back to old behaviors. But you know what? I gave him a shot, man. And that's what feeding the cats is about, right? Yeah. I explained to you where that term came from, right? You did. Yeah. Unfucking believable. So here I am. I'm, I'm giving out people jobs. I'm giving them the next level. I'm giving them housing, right? When these chip, when the chips are down, I'm letting these people like live in my house. And this all started, I, I think you remember this. It started with a person that I barely even knew. I knew her from a senior roundtable and on a professional level only. I, I, I only knew her for a few weeks, I think it was. And she had a bad real estate deal that went sour. She got screwed and was temporarily homeless. And she sent out this Hail Mary request. Does anybody have a couch I can I can sleep on? And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm leaving the country for a few weeks. You can have my entire beach house. So I gave her the keys and it was like meant to be. My girlfriend at the time was like, are you really letting this girl stay in the house while we're while we're in Europe? And I'm like, yeah, why not? What's the worst thing that could happen? Right? Right. So I didn't even hesitate. And how did it end? What was the end game? Did she? Oh my God. She was so thankful. It was unbelievable. And she, she took note. This is the interesting thing. She was in the house and I said, you know, you can have, you're welcome to everything. Just stay the hell out of my wine closet. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the cellar door locked. Don't, don't get in the wine. So she took note of my decor. She took note of the little things that I had in the house and noticed that there was a certain type of art that I liked and a certain author I liked. And she repaid me by giving me these books and went out of her way, very clearly studied what my likes were without even having to ask and was just forever grateful. The The, the level of gratitude was unreal. She kept the house neat. She actually, <laughs> it was cleaner she got her when I got back than when I left it. Oh, right. She got her footing and she's, she's off and running. She, she's now as a house, right? So if not me, then who was always the battle cry that I gave my kids, right? Right. And I just, I didn't even hesitate. I got like, I tossed her the keys. I'm like, this is the address. It's all yours. Right. So flash forward a few years later, my cousin who was exiting an abusive marriage needed a safe, a safe place to be a, a sanctuary. And again, without hesitation, handed over the keys to her during that period of time, someone from my past who I thought knew me found out about this. And her remark with an extended disapproving sigh, you know, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh my God. Roll so I, I tell her what, right. She's like, well, so you're not at the beach house. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm living in San Jose. And I, so-and-so is living in the beach house. And she, she's like, oh God. So you're still feeding the cats. <laughs> so terrible. And I'm like, what an asshole thing to say. And of course, this reference is to the fact that if you feed a cat, it'll always come back and likely attract other cats, right? Right. So I'm like, what's wrong with that? What the fuck's wrong with that? And what the fuck's wrong with you? And while I did see the, the kind of hidden humor in the insult, I proudly <laughs> said, yes, yes, I am feeding the motherfucking cats. But then I started to think to myself, you're an idiot. When we met, you were a cat and I fed you. <laughs> but 
I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, and that just never, never comes into focus for that those people. Right. When I when I met this person, she was a, a single mom, uh, bad divorce, struggling, looking for not only uh, a mate but a father figure for her son. And I'm like, have you forgotten that you were the cat, that you were the underdog, and that you failed to pay it forward? And worse, you're not going to fucking believe what she does for a living, Michelle. Yes, I I, I do know from past conversations, but I don't think it'll shock the the listeners either. (laughs) Of the last last person on this planet, the person that you want to, to, to have compassion and empathy for another... Is, is claiming that I'm feeding the cats and, and referring to these people as cats, they're lost souls, and if I feed them, they're going to come back. She's a fucking psychotherapist. Mm. That should be terrifying. Yeah, That should curl your toes and make you question who the fuck goes into that industry with that mentality. What mindset is that for a psychotherapist? Would you go to that psychotherapist? How callous yeah, where where you think the draw of a psychotherapist or any type of therapist is to help overcome that way of thinking because they had to themselves. So now they want to share how to overcome, but then you're still harboring this deep rooted, deep seated feeling. And, and isn't, isn't the whole shtick of a psychotherapist's motive to root for the underdog and to, to help the folks, the disenfranchised, the ones that can't, can't quite do it on their own. To, to help them see. But this, this is their underlying perspective on humanity. What are you in the industry for, if not for feeding the cats? Am I wrong? Right. Wow. That's just shocking, sad, and it is very concerning. As you might imagine, I was sharing this story with my girlfriend, and it led us down a path to a deeper conversation about our mutual love for helping those in need. We, we are both bonafide cat feeders. <laughs> we just, that's what we do. <laughs> I, look, I look at what she does for a living, which is very similar to what I do for a living, just on the other end of the spectrum of age. We're both dealing with mental illness and cognitive deficit. She's dealing with children. I'm dealing with, with uh, elderly. Um, and then in, in a very parallel situation, she's selling off her businesses. I sold off most of my businesses last year. And I'm exiting my senior living career. So we're thinking, well, we're both cat feeders. What's the next thing and what can we do together? So we're now looking at opening a business for at-risk children, like endangered children, children that are in imminent danger from around the globe and starting a nonprofit company that saves these children and we raise these children. And while we're still in negotiation about the name because I was going to name it something completely stupid and she was like uh-huh. really not finding the humor in it. Did I tell you what we were going to name it? You didn't. <laughs> I was going to make it sound super deep and like Asian or something. I was going to call it Kitsu. Kitsu. Well, <laughs> it's Kidzu. <laughs> She's like, David, we're not naming it Kidzu. No, you should not. <laughs> no, Good on we her. should not. <laughs> it would start it out as a joke, but then I think she thought I was serious. <laughs> we now with this uh, again, you know how I take, I take uh, lemons and make lemonade or margaritas, right? So in recounting right. the story to her, 
with the cats. We're feeding the cats. We're now going to incorporate somewhere, either in the in the company name or in the branding and the logo or something, feeding cats as the theme because fuck it. We're going to take this negative, shitty term and this insult and this this just terribly ugly concept and we're going to turn it into something amazing. So that being said, there there's the lesson in all this, right? Taking being shit on, having your dream shit on, having your concept shit on by a third party. But my, my question to you as the audience and you, Michelle, is when someone shits on your endeavors, when you know that your endeavors are the right thing to do, are you influenced by that? Do you fold or do you ignore it and stay true to your convictions? My suggestion is if you're the type that's going to fold and be influenced, please, please let us help you fix that. Michelle, the homework bell's going off on my ear. I hear cats meowing all over the place. <laughs> Everywhere. I need to go feed them. So let's get forward on the homework so I can go feed my cats. <laughs> you know, there's there's a couple subsets here because when looking and when you're in that storm of, of adversity and doubt, it's so clear when you know your purpose, right? There, There is so much focus, but it's often too easy to fold when you are being led by fear or don't have that pull, don't have that purpose inside you. So what I'm recommending to people right now for the homework is taking that deep introspection and really think about what's holding them back. And when they're ready, it's a great time to come join one of our great fun shops. Wow, I agree. And I'm going to add a little something to that because what, what tends to happen, I believe, is when a person is going to allow themselves to be influenced. And it's, and it's, it's not going to be the folks that have a strong personality type. But oddly enough, the people that are looking to feed the cats, for instance, would be the folks that are the caring, very gentle, kind, soft-spoken folks, right? So they're they're influenced by the folks that have those strong personalities. And you also have to consider who those people are to you. Like, for instance, the person that was trying to slight me and insult me and make fun of the fact that I'm a bleeding heart for these folks has no influence on my life in a positive direction at all. In fact, I discount everything that they say to me to the degree that it's almost like, all right, if you say go left, I'm going to go right because they're, I'm the polar opposite of you. And it was almost like a validation. It's like, of course you would say I'm feeding the cats and, and make those remarks because you're a cold hearted person. Well, I, you're just not like me. I think that's easy when you're being true to yourself and yes. you know your virtues. So right. with the lost souls that really don't have direction and are f trying to find their direction from the words from others... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's time to to take a step back knowing and vetting where your information's coming from and who it's coming from. Beautifully said. Absolutely. And to put to put stock in the loudest voice, which is the voice in your head. It, does it feel right? Am I doing the right thing? Is this for the greater good? And if right. it's yes, yes and yes, you keep on trucking. You're yep. plowing through whatever's getting in your way. Most of the better ideas that have come to fruition have been scoffed at. Just know that, right? Yeah, exactly. And had it not been for the fortitude and persistence and the belief in themselves, a lot of these organizations would have never gotten off the ground and helped millions of people. 
So I'm not going to be derailed. In fact, I use it as steam. You know, yeah, we're, we're going to take that term where it actually adopt it and throw it back into the face of those who believe that this process is just feeding cats. Love it. Hey, Michelle, I think I need to go because I... <laughs> so while I'm feeding my cats, what should everybody else be doing? We should all be getting out there and flying our kites. Meow. <laughs> Yako kee.